Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Mythos Unit with Listen to These Nerds. My name is Chris, and I'm going to be the Game Master for this evening. Starting on my left and going clockwise around the table, we have... Uh, hello, my name is Harry. I'll be playing Franklin Blackmore. Uh, hi, I'm Joey. I'll be playing uh, Quincy Adams. I'm John. I'm going to be playing Antonios Tony Megalos. And I'm Jonathan, and I'll be playing Adam Lavin. All right, and last we left off, things were getting very hectic indeed, as you guys were doing a sting operation at this fancy gala. And as it turns out, the event, which was hosted um, by Leopold Kane in service to his master, Francis Montague, as it turns out, all of the guests were influential and important people from around London. A bunch of rich old white men who apparently seem to also be thralls as well. But Did we yeah. confirm that they were all thralls, or just most of them? Um, it's a reasonable assumption to make. Mm. Just well, like come swinging at you, you're gonna get the yeah. of the thrall. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, basically, towards the. You eventually found some hostages, one of whom was Genevieve Helms, who had previously been threatened by uh, Francis Montague, as well as her bodyguard, who apparently was under some sort of mind control by another member of the five who was serving this mysterious master. And under. then very briefly, he was also under an anvil. Yes, that's also <laughs> true. Tony. So... Um, anyhow, you got the hostages and the bodyguard out of there before sending in the, uh, yeah, the Scotland Yard SWAT team, basically. Right. So firearms. Uh, yes. And so basically about 20 or so officers have come up using the service elevator in the loading bay because the elevator can only hold so many people at a time. But yeah, basically they burst in, a grenade went off, heavily damaging, um... Francis Montague, and the rest of the thralls, they looked like they were about to surrender. Then Montague uh, commanded all of them to fight, and as a result, these formerly harmless-looking old men are now getting to their feet, uh, beginning to expose their fangs as the SWAT team is facing off with them, and the rest of you are also staring down Francis Montague, whose eyes are blood red, and he seems to be watching all of you with anticipation. All right, uh, so for reference, yes. um, everybody still has their sunlight grenade except for me, because yes. I was the one that popped it off. Yes. Yeah. Um, the firearms unit is dealing with the old men, who are, at this point, Partially drunk and partially, well, pretty drunk and partially yeah. blinded. Yeah. yeah, it looks like the blindness effect is wearing off, but they are all still hammered. There is no cure for that yet. <laughs> How does blindness is wearing off? Didn't we end literally with them all being blinded? Um, no, the sun, I imagine they probably just closed their eyes, so it's yeah, probably it, like sunspots. Yeah, it is not actually a flashbang flash effect. It mm -hmm. literally just creates sunlight. Yeah. Which just so happens to be the... Oh, so it just damaged them already. Yeah. Well, it, it damaged... It damaged, it damaged Montague, but all of them are probably just having, like, sunspots in their eyes. Yeah. So. I mean, they're drunk and staring directly into the sun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as you do on a summer day. Just, I have also disguised myself to look like an old man. That's correct. So, yeah, you are amongst the old old men. Yes. Well, you might want to get out of there before the firearms unit just begins to start shooting into the crowd. You think that they're just going to start shooting? Start blasting. Start blasting. You <laughs> pop in, just bam, bam. All right. Um, yeah, I will say that the strike team, basically, they have their guns with them, but but they also have, like, those um, clear sort of riot team shields, oh. as well as um, clubs and batons and stuff like that. Like, they don't want to resort to guns unless they have to. A magic armor. Yes. <laughs> 
Right. Well, for wait, armor, they're, they're, so they're Rykoths, so they don't have guns. No, they do, but oh, it's okay. just they came in with you know shields and shit. They right. don't. Not they aren't going to use guns unless it's a last resort. Well, you see, you point the gun and you say, "Give up." Yeah. And then if they don't, you shoot them. Mm-hmm. That's basically how police procedure goes. Yeah. So they'll resort to that if the situation gets dire. But until then, why doesn't I think they they're letting us do the heavy lifting? And then, because yeah. let's be honest, if you really think about it in most situations, what would end up happening is they'd go, freeze, and they'll go, Aah! and start dashing towards and they would fire at them, and then the bullets wouldn't do anything. No, we've established that thralls are pretty significantly injured by modern, like, inconveniences. Like, a couple of them got fucked up in that car accident, for example. That's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. So, basically, I'm just wondering, when the firearms do go off, who's going to have to roll morale checks? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I won't feel bad. I I was in the room with these people. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe the plan was fire and gasoline. <laughs> I was gonna burn the building down. Yeah, that was the plan. Initially. All right, Chris. Could I ask that everybody roll initiative, please? Okay. It's just uh, raw decks, right? Unless you have one. Oh, plus sense. Plus sense. Okay. Oh wow. Nice. Oh. Oh, it's in there. Uh, 15 for me. Nice. Yes. 20 for you? Yeah. Uh, 16 for Blackmore? 10 for Quincy. He's not in a hurry. He, he's actually just waiting back for the firearms team to start shooting. He's like, mm. well, if you remember from the last episode, he, Quincy walked in with his eyes open and looked fine. Oh, right, yeah. So he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? All right, and now I'm... <laughs> Quincy is now blind and walking around. Jesus. Now it's time what, for the Magushi. What make him look, <laughs> I've become unbelievably powerful. <laughs> the more blind I am, the more chaos I can cause. Okay, so Thalestra got 18 for her score. Nice. Okay. Uh, Montague got 19. Mm-hmm. Leopold got 13. And finally, I'm going to roll for the both the SWAT team and the Thralls together. Okay, they are going dead last. So, there's just this standoff as they're both like, Stop it! Don't you try it! Don't you try it! Okay, so, um, time to start things off. So, in terms of the battlefield... Um, I'm going to say that Montague and Leopold are sort of near each other in sort of the center of the room, with the Thralls on one side, sort of on Montague's side of things, and the SWAT team sort of on the other side of the room. The two groups are facing each other down, getting ready to charge in and fight each other. Uh, Adam and... Yeah, so could I ask where all of you guys are just in relation to each other right now? So I'm still behind the bar. Yes. Uh, because I didn't leave. Uh huh. So you're kind of off to one side. Yeah. I came in through the side entrance. You're with the SWAT team. Uh, I went out the back entrance, I think. Because how many how many entrances were there in this room? Two. Or actually three. There's a side entrance, the main entrance, and sort of like the if you go in the through the kitchen, that leads to the yeah, service. That was me. Yeah. Because yeah. I was in the kitchen. I was telling you. Yeah, you pulled the fire alarm. Yes. So you are in the kitchen at the moment, or near it? No, I, I, no, yeah, so I came through the door that leads to the kitchen. Okay. I'm in the room because I got hit by the flashbang. Right, okay. Mm -hmm. And how about yourself, Adam? Where are you? 
pretty close to uh, Leopold and Montague. Okay, so... But as an old man. But as an old man. Yes. All right, yeah. why don't we start with you then, Adam? Because you are first in initiative. Oh, man. Um, Just take a swing at him. I was gonna... Fuck him up! There's two of them, so... Uh, Leopold doesn't have a weapon, does he? Um, no, he seems to be unarmed. We do know that he is definitely a thrall, so, you know, keep that under advisement. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think maybe the best thing to do would just be to go after Montague. Okay. Um, because if we take him down, the rest of them are just kind of useless. Well, they're essentially... Quick, shove him in one direction, and then I can declare that he's in pursuit, that I'm in pursuit, and then I'll run after him. Um, then plant you your drugs on him. You, you think <laughs> you're faster than him. That's nah, true, actually. Fucking vampires. I'm pretty fast. Uh, hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, fucking think. vampires. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to take a swing at him. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can always just drop your light grenade right in, right in his feet. Oh, or you can yeah. stuff it in his mouth. <laughs> Some motherfucker's always trying to ice skate uphill, and then Adam does like a spin kick it directly into his mouth. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't, we don't know how effective the light grenades are. I'm going to save it. No, we know. Like, half of his face is burned. Um, oh. Like, he's got patches in his skin, and you can see, like, exposed muscle underneath and stuff like that. But, like, it didn't kill him, but it did do some damage to him. Yes. So I will leave it up to you, Adam, as to what you'd like to do. Okay. I'm just going to go in and uh, punch him. Okay. Um, <laughs> because you are disguised, I will let you roll with advantage Ooh. because he's not suspecting this. Thank you. Absolutely. What go do ahead. you have to say about... Oh, God, my nose! <laughs> so d- don't forget to, that you can shift around your... I your sure staff. am. I'm going to use both my feats uh, all-out attack yep. and power attack. Okay. Um, and so the way power attack works is I roll with disadvantage and okay. add double my mod to damage, I think. Yeah, you you reduce your... So what it is is you reduce your attack bonus by uh, equal to your damage modifier, effectively doubling it. Right. Mm. And then you can also you transfer that amount from your defense into your attack bonus. Okay, It'll so... It'll be really easy to hit this turn, but... Alright, so... But you're gonna... Yeah, if anybody targets you, you will be hit pretty hard. Yeah, that's true. Okay, That's so, fine. I, I'm putting myself in the vulnerable position. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Um, Just dig your feet into the floor. Yeah. Uh, so first, 18. Okay. What's um, the, the second one? Uh, considerably less. <laughs> 11. An 18 to hit. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that's with... Uh, my spear ranks is for speed. I also get the armor piercing from then. Okay, awesome. If he has any. Alright, uh, I will let you go ahead and roll some damage. Okay. What does this look like, out of curiosity? Like, are you just running up a haymaker him, or...? Right, so, I, the... Originally, the way this is working is I was walking them over to the buffet table. Yeah. So I'm actually behind them, and yep. they can't see me. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming, like, Montague's, like, looking around. Like, Where'd he go? Yeah. Where is he? Um, and so old man Adam is just going to come up from kind of behind him to the side underneath and just plant an uppercut right in his jaw. <laughs> yep. Okay. Putting him in a vulnerable position because now, now he's in between Montague yeah. and Leopold. I, I legitimately thought when you said go into the buffet, it's like you go over and you grab one of those big trays full of water and you like Yakuza eat move his ass. I do have the improvised tools. When you, when you, when you made the like punch upwards, I thought you were like going to punch him right in the grundle. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, right in that vamp grundle. No, I, nope, not enough hand sanitizer in the world. <laughs> um, okay, so I believe that ups my unarmed damage to 66. 
<laughs> Holy shit. Okay, that's, yeah, that's what I call a spicy meatball. That's the point of a power attack. Okay. Um, and just double check. Um, regard, you have points in super speed, but not armor reduction, correct? <laughs> what, what armor reduction? No, that's not a power that I have. Right. Um, if you, because of your super speed, like, um, yeah. If you spend an extra three three points to gain three. If you right wanted to reallocate your points later. Mm, I see. Yeah. Okay, no, I just have three points in speed. Okay, so this is just, yeah. Uh, all right then. Show, <laughs> tell me what you got. 24. 24 damage. Okay. And I believe I'm just going to check his toughness. Just a moment. Fucking heat move, this motherfucker. <laughs> That's rad. Put it down. That's rad. Mm. And then Quincy okay. develops an entirely new fighting style based <laughs> off of this <laughs> one thing. <laughs> okay. It's the breaker style. It starts breakdancing across the room. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> Montague, um, you... Yeah, wait for just... A fraction of a second, then you see an opportunity and you move in, and you move faster than you ever have before. This new vampiric ability letting you uh, clear the two feet between you at breakneck speed. That's 50 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and you can see. Literally a speeding bullet. And yeah, even as he's turned away from it, you, suddenly there's a whirl, and he is suddenly facing you, even like in less than that time, and his eyes focus on you, but nevertheless, with a cracking noise, you come up at breakneck speeds and uppercut him directly in the jaw and you hear the splintering of bone as his head snaps upward. Cronk. Yeah, exactly. And there is a spray of blood that travels through the air upward and then it just rains down as he's uh, glaring at you with a clearly broken jaw as it lulls to one side. Uh, Good luck biting somebody now, you son of a bitch. And yeah, he just Chew on that. Yeah. He just uh, growls softly with a as he's uh, glaring at you. And now um, it goes to his turn. Oh no, great. So, um, okay, and your defense is 14? Yep. Okay. My, that, minus five for this round, so. Mm, okay, that is going to be a hit. Yeah. And now he's going to roll Yeah, nine damage. should be easy. Hmm. I'm just going to borrow a couple of D6s over here. Great. Sure. Okay. And the follow-up. Yeah. Okay, so that is... Alright. And yeah. So, um, he's glaring at you. Um, he just seems to crouch low, his entire body tensing, and then... He disappears, and then suddenly you feel something impact your torso as if hit by a cannonball, and you are sent skidding several feet backwards as you are hit um, with almost breakneck force. What's the like 18th century equivalent of nothing personnel kid? Mm. It's getting pretty breakneck over here. Mm. But yeah, you take, after toughness, six points of damage. Ouchimama. Yeah. And so, yeah, you are left clutching it at your midsection as despite the um, body armor you have on, it feels as though he hit you so hard that it was like tissue paper for him. Gross. Yeah. And then he just reappears in the spot in front of you. Um, and yeah, despite his broken jaw, you can uh, see he is grinning through it and his eyes are beginning to widen as if with sheer bloodlust. Oh, he got the bloodlust. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then um, I'm going to say that after that it goes to Thalestra's turn. So as the two sides, the thralls and the police officers, begin to engage each other in earnest, she races over to the wall, shedding her form as she does so, and the, her spider form begins clicking up the walls, just rapidly skittering up, and then she spins around, aims, and suddenly there is a giant bolt of webbing that lances out and engulfs one of the thralls, and with a yank, she pulls it up and out of the fight, uh, looping the end around the chandelier and causing the webbed-up thrall to just dangle uselessly in the air below the chandelier. Oh, that man's very dead if we don't finish this fight soon. <laughs> oh, how terrible. <laughs> it's like, oh, what a shame. Somebody should do something about that. Alas. Mm. Uh, Blackmore goes to you. Uh, okay, so if I want to get over to where Adam and Montague are, yeah. I would have to basically run through like a bunch of thralls, correct? Um, yeah, there are a number of thralls separating uh, them from... Uh, separating you from um, Montague and Adam. Hmm. Wondering if you could hold that for one more round, because if so, I could just ghost my ass over there. I've got mm. a plan. Okay, uh, so yeah, Blackmore is going to uh, engage ghost form, and that's a full round action. Okay. Uh, oh, there's one other thing I do before I do that. Yep. Uh, all bars, especially in venues and stuff, uh -huh. have big industrial freezers that you need to chip away at because the ice will freeze and refreeze over the course of the night, Right. which means they have an ice pick. Okay. I grab the ice pick. Ooh, okay. Wait. All right, you are on oh, with an ice oh, pick. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to say from where, but you're at the, at the bar. Yeah, so I grab the ice pick, and then I will engage ghost mode. Okay, you um, are Wait. You're in full ghost form, and you have a ghost ice pick. How do objects work when you're in ghost mode? The same way my clothes work, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Let's not read into it too much. So, um, and that's going to be your turn. Yep. Tony, it goes to you. All right, so I'm kind of right there, because the, 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 if memory serves the buffet was right next to the... Uh, the side entrance? That's correct. Alright, yeah, so so Tony's just gonna go in there and swing. Alright, uh, <laughs> give me an attack roll. Stop, hemicide. <laughs> okay. Uh, not great. Um, that's 13. Okay, so, yeah, you charge forward, bring out your Zeronium hammer, and... Yeah, uh, Montague seems to sense you, spins around, eyes narrow at you. You take a swing at him, and your hammer cleaves through the air, coming down just on the floorboards as you look up, and it is just thin air where he once was. And now he is on the other side of the room, glaring between you and the disguised Adam. And so after you, it then goes to Leopold. So, yeah, Leopold, um... Uh, he is going to race forward and attack Adam as well. Um, so you see that he, he begins to extend his fangs and glaring at you and you ungrateful little shit! And so he is going to run forward and, and he's going to take a swing at you um, moving with a speed similar to yours. Stop! Hmm? Interpose! You're going to interpose? Yep. Okay. Stop. Um, I have the interpose feet. Alright, so he is forced to attack you instead. I believe that is how that work out. It works. I'm just double checking. Sure. Um, once per round when adjacent to an ally, um, you can choose to change, change places. Okay. Yeah. Um, Alright, so he brings his hand back and racing across the gap, um, he swings forward and suddenly, boom, his hand, his fist connects with your armor. And, uh, yeah, there is a, 
there is a very small dent in your plating, but he just stares at it, then looks up at you, and his snarl just intensifies as he looks up into your singular eye. Appreciate it! <laughs> yeah. Oof! So yes, you have taken no damage as a result of your armor and your superior craftsmanship. Mm-hmm. But anyway, after that, it then goes to Quincy. Okay, so I'm gonna move forward. Mm -hmm. So, I, I'm... Can I get... So, how, how many, like bodies are between me and um, the Tony and Adam. Um, I think you're on the other side of the room, so I think you're you're in the clear. Okay, so yeah. uh, can I get into the melee within one within one move, or is that my whole turn? Um, you can get into the melee, um, and after that it would take another movement to get through and get to the others. Mm -hmm. Okay. But you could definitely start swinging at a couple of thralls and help out the strike force a bit, because while the strike force is definitely, while they they have quality, but they are outnumbered by a good amount by the number of thralls. And so, yeah, sorry, sorry, is this build so this building isn't owned by these people, right? That's correct. It's being rented <laughs> out. So it's being rented out. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to leave and go back to the kitchen. Guarantee they'll never get that damage deposit back. <laughs> I'm going back to the kitchen and I will be back on the next turn. <laughs> All right. Like, opens the door. Ugh, closes it again. <laughs> no, like it literally opens the door, gets a face full of sunlight. Ah, jeez! Yeah, so no, back no, in the kitchen. So, so within the context of the story, what's happening is Quincy opens the door, gets blinded, staggers backwards, and is now like has one hand over his face and the sure. other hand is out. Stretching, he's tapping around and he, he finds his way back into the kitchen. Okay then. And why don't we go to the Strike Force and the Thralls then? Right. So, the two sides finally charge into combat, the Strike Force uh, basically bellowing at them You're under arrest! Put your hands on the ground, surrender peacefully, or we will be authorized to use force! And yeah, basically the Thralls, aka a bunch of old white men who are have minor vampiric powers, yeah, they're charging into the fray, and despite the fact that they're all old, they are still thralls, so they are more dangerous than they have any right to be, but at the same time, they are all quite drunk thanks to Franklin's work. So, yeah, basically... This is what you get for putting, like, 30-year-old Glenn Livett in a fucking highball, you sons of bitches! <laughs> So the strike force, they have their shields up and they formed a bit of a wall and a perimeter and they're just sort of lashing out with their clubs to basically take down a few of the thralls. Although it seems to be slow going, um, it seems as though, yeah, the strike force is doing well. Uh, they definitely haven't taken down all of them and you know that more strike force members are on their way, but you're not sure how long it'll be because the elevator takes some time, and in combat, every second counts. Right. Yeah, like, they're not getting, like, overwhelmed, though. No, exactly. And then, we're gonna go back up to the top of initiative and go with Adam. Great. Okay, so, uh, Montague and I are locked in battle, and yeah. Tony has interposed himself between myself and Leopold. That's correct, yes. Great. Cool. Um, hmm. Let's think. Do I just do that again? Mm. Or... Does it, so the light grenade doesn't look like it's damaged Leopold at all. Like he's um no, Leopold looks fine. Despite yeah. the fact that he has some, like he might be stronger than the average thrall. Yes. Okay. No vamp weakness. Um, he is a male in basically his physical prime. He he's not a fit person, but he's not old. And in addition, oh, okay. he does have the abilities of a thrall. Okay. Okay. Oh no, we're fighting Kazuma Kiryu as a vampire. This sucks. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, okay, I could keep swinging, but I can't. Wouldn't be able to survive too many more rounds getting pummeled. Yeah, I'm um, gonna, just so you know, he rolled very poorly for damage. Yeah, I guess that. I saw how many d6 you're mm. uh, playing around with. So I think Adam is going to try and get out of there and try a different tactic. Mm. So would it be possible for him to drop the sunlight, his sunlight grenade mm. as an action? Sure. And then uh, use the resulting explosion to double back. Um, to get out of there? To get out of there. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could definitely throw the sunlight grenade, then use your movement to get out of there. Yeah, sure. I, I just don't want to have an uh, opportunity to attack if that's a thing. Sure. Um, yeah, I'm going to say that with the distance he has between you and him, he does not have opportunity attacks. Right, because he pushed me back. Yes, Okay, exactly. sure. I'm still going to drop the sunlight grenade just to disorient him. Okay, uh, roll me uh, 2d6, please. Okay. Uh, five. Okay, and I'm going to roll this. Okay, so, um, yeah, you pull out the sunlight grenade from your coat pocket and hurl it forward. Uh, it, yeah, bounces along the distance between you and him. His eyes, you can see that his, um, his pupils, which have become slits, narrow to the width of a razor blade as uh, he takes in the thing you're throwing and knows what it is. And there is a flash, he disappears, and then the grenade goes off. Yeah, sunlight filling the room once again. You look around, you don't see him, but uh, nevertheless, you take that opportunity to spin around and run. Getting out of there. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, then it's going to go to Montague's turn. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to say that um, as for himself, he used his super speed to get into a position where the sunlight wouldn't reach him in the room. Like, he basically got you behind... You don't want to retain I see. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Or somewhere. But nevertheless, I'm going to say that regarding the biggest threats in the room, uh, he sees the giant cyclops that tanked a hit from Leopold, and he's going to go after that. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Uh, okay, so that attack hits, and... Tony. All right, so... All right. So, Tony, Le uh, Leopold didn't do anything, but then um, suddenly you uh, see uh, the vampire just materializes in front of you, and suddenly there is a sound like um, a rapid-fire series of gunshots as he turns into a blur and suddenly boom, 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 at least 15 punches connect with your armor causing a series of dents as though uh, somebody was hitting it repeatedly. Um, your armor is now like this mangled warped mess of metal and you can feel his punches going through to hit your uh, even your thickened muscles and flesh beneath and after armor you take 11 points of damage. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, as he uh, pulls back, you can see that despite his broken jaw, he's grinning as smoke is literally wafting up from the knuckles of his fists. Okay. And after that, it goes to Thalestra again. So, seeing this, she's going to try to web up Leopold. So, um, yeah, I'm going to say that Leopold, uh, as if sensing something, spins around and quickly leaps out of the way with uncanny swiftness, vaulting onto a nearby dinner table as a, a splat of webbing hits the ground where he once was. Then it's going to go to Blackmore. Okay. Uh, so in ghost mode. Mm -hmm. um, so would you say that 
I can pursue Leopold since he is running away. Um, he's not running away from you, nor is he making any attempt to flee the scene. All right, so then I will simply attempt. I will then uh, just use my regular move and basically, uh-huh. like, Implaceable Man Ghost Style, walk through the bar, yep. walk through the crowd of people yep. to get directly to where Montague and Leopold are. Okay, so a couple of the thralls see you coming, and a few of them uh, cry out and walk, Oh, what is that? Oh, my goodness! And a few of them are taking swings at you, but they are just like hands through fog as your form materializes, rematerializes. Yeah, and soon enough, you are directly, uh, yeah, in the thick of it with... Montague and uh, Leopold nearby. Okay, so then as a free action, yep. uh, now that I'm here in the spot where I want to be, uh-huh. I will disengage the ghost form. You do that. And then I'm going to attempt to take a swing at Leopold uh-huh. uh, using my Wraith Touch ability. Okay, uh, roll me 2d10, please. Uh, I have a question. Yes. How much concussive force does the Sunlight Grenade have? Like, um, is it just a flashbang? Or it's it like just zero? a flash. It, it, it is, it's literally the environment control. It is yeah. compressed sunlight. It is magic. Okay. Uh, so that's a 12 plus 3, so that is a 15. Of That'll one. hit. Roll me some damage, please. All right. Uh, what is the amount of damage for a rank 7 ability? Uh, that would be 5d6. 5d6. Whoops. Where did that fellow go? Oh, oh there it is. There it is. Uh, so that is 8, 10, 14 damage. Okay, and that's penetrating, correct? Yes. Uh, and also, uh, unless he's undead, he has to make us resist a roll against my stun ability. Okay. No, he's a thrall. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, uh, DC is 17. Okay, he fails that. So uh, by how much? This is important. Um, he fa- Let's see. He rolled... I'm going to say that he failed by 6. Six. Uh, target save that fails by five or more means the target is stunned. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, literally just walks up, and while I'm assuming that he's, like, trying to figure out how to take down this Cyclops, yes. Blackmore just reaches, like, goes up behind him, reaches forward, his arm turning into a sort of ghastly pallor, as he just reaches into his body... And I'm assuming he just kind of feels this, like, the chill of death, because he goes, ah! Yeah, so he leaps down from the table, begins prowling around where Montague and uh, Tony are engaged, and as if sizing up Tony, the larger they are, the harder they... And then you <laughs> lunge forward, your hand turning insubstantial, as you go into his back, and he just, uh, yeah, is... <laughs> Gasping for air as you grab something very vital to him and squeeze. Yeah. I give him the good old momentum warrior. Yeah. And yeah, you pull your hand back and he is just locked into place, stunned as his body convulses and his organs just, yeah, basically go into paralysis. Still for sure you want to be an undead, bud? <laughs> I mean, if he was an undead, it wouldn't have affected him. Yeah, but he doesn't know that. So. <laughs> so um, no, even, I want even more now. So he's stunned. That's a status effect, right? Yes. And so I believe that's just straight up a lost turn, but let me double check. Okay. I'm pretty sure stunned is a lost turn. But... Mm. And he took uh, how much damage, just to clarify? Uh, 15. If I remember correctly. Okay, so yeah, he looked uh, definitely weakened by that attack. Um, he he's gone a lot paler than he already was, which is still saying something. And yeah, he looks definitely winded by that attack. Uh, the character loses any dodge bonus to defense, takes Ooh. a minus two bo- modifier to defense, and cannot take other and cannot take actions other than reactions. Oh boy, yeah. So yeah, lose a turn and also your ways are vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Quincy, it is your turn again. Okay. So. So, 
Uh, what happened to my turn? Oh, um, I'm sorry. Tony, it's your turn. Alright, well, I mean, if this guy's completely stunned and can't move... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta drop it's an anvil off. Time for the anvil, baby! <laughs> okay, so, um... Yeah, uh, roll me... <laughs> this one is going for the head, though. <laughs> roll, roll me 2d10. Oh, I, no, no, he has to roll a save. Okay, I mean, right. Can't make dodge saves. Yeah, the, yeah, he fails that. Um, wow, I rolled really poorly. Uh, hold on. Oh, wow, that's three ones. Yeah. yeah, so I currently at 12 and 18. 18. 18 damage. Yeah. Okay, so um, I'm going to say that he takes one step forward, then another, um, and he seems to trip just sh- out of sheer weakness, collapses on the ground. Then as he looks up, he suddenly sees something materialize over him, a shadow looming, and then... Boom! An anvil drops on him directly onto his back, and he could. And yeah, he just seems to convulse once, and then he's just like still slowly clawing out before he goes still, his eyes rolling back into his head as he goes completely unconscious. Yeah, and there are cracks in the floorboards around him. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Got him. Yeah, and after that, um, yeah, he's taken out. That was, um, yeah, you guys hit him surprisingly quickly. Decisive. And, yeah, yeah. Quickly and great decisive. Great touch is great. And Quincy, then it goes to you. Okay, uh, Quincy returns. <laughs> um, in one hand, Quincy seems to be holding what looks like a fire extinguisher. Okay. And then on the other hand, it seems to be some sort of, like, maybe like a mesh bowl. Mm. Um, and with, with, uh, <laughs> um, with, uh, a smile on his face. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, he uh, places the nozzle of the fire extinguisher into uh, you, what you recognize now as a colander. All right. Um, and uh, sprays uh, garlic-infused uh, fire extinguisher fluid all over the crowd. <laughs> okay. All... I don't know what the power for that would be, <laughs> but I assume that I can do it. <laughs> okay. And uh, so um, I'm going to say that, yeah, basically foam just cascades over the crowd and they're all just sort of crying out like, oh, what is this? And oh, God, it's disgusting. And yeah, they are all, yeah, definitely reacting to this. And uh, Who would <laughs> I, I just the, the sheer image of this old man with a fire, like this MacGyvered ass pepper spray. Yeah, and so, well, I was trying to think like what would be propellant, kind of propellant based thing would you have in the kitchen, but it's not really anything. Mm. Like I could like open the blender and then throw the blender yeah. into the middle of the room. But Can you imagine I, uh, being on the SWAT team and like you look over and a fucking anvil falls on a guy, yeah. and then you look the other way and whatever the fuck this is is happening. The fucking Looney Tunes shit. Oh, okay, so legitimately, I. Look Legitimately thought your idea was that you're going to stick the sun grenade in the fire extinguisher mm. and then launch it like a potato cannon. Oh. No, but that was so. My, my original idea was I was going to pack a lot of of garlic, like crushed garlic, around uh-huh. the grenade and then throw it at them. Oh. That's why I asked if yeah, the, propulsion. How yeah, much yeah. Greek also okay. Well, um, <laughs> I'm going to say that Montague actually, the mid fight, actually sniffs the air a little bit. Uh, looks yeah, over. at very least. This, yeah, everything here now smells like garlic. Yeah, this like, is fucking garlic hell. And you can see that his entire body sort of ripples with revulsion, like a cat that's about to throw up. Welcome and, to Olive Garden, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he just I yeah. drop the unlimited breadsticks on him, <laughs> and he just narrows his eyes and shudders in sheer disgust. 
Cool. So, um, I'm gonna just pretend that that did something. <laughs> and so, yeah. And he, you see that he tries to talk. And then he just grabs his jaw and just cracks it back into place. And so, thralls, we have a few people here that need your attention. Don't find yourself distracted by those men at the front. You say you wish to live in my new world. Now's your chance to prove it. Come, fight these agents. Show me what you are capable of. And the best of you shall serve at my table. And so, at this, all of, some of the thralls, like the ones in the back that aren't engaging the SWAT team, they turn around, see all of you guys, and they decide that they're also going to engage with you. So, essentially... Do they feed the anvil? Um... <laughs> Yeah, but, I mean... <laughs> Screw you, I'm getting double immortality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, basically, there's a bunch of old men with, liter- with, you know, everything to gain and next to nothing to lose, because you don't know how much longer they have, so... <laughs> also Irish courage. That as well. They're all drunk. Yeah. Oh, damn! I've been hoisted by my own petard! Yeah. So, um... Adam, you said that you were moving away from all this, right? Yep. Okay, so I'm gonna say that... Yeah, they don't pay attention to you because you're kind of on the outskirts of this. But Quincy, a number of them see you and are incensed at having been sprayed with garlic-infused fire extinguishing foam? Um, I don't know what kind of fire extinguisher it was, but that's yes. Okay, so... The type that would be good for the thing I did. That's what I say. One of those CO2 ones. Narratively appropriate foam. (laughs) Okay, so because of your defense score... Three of them charge forward, and all of them biff it on their attacks. Oh, no, they, like, full-on Looney Tune slide past yes, me. Yes, exactly. Because I'm but, still spraying. Yeah, no, like, yes. they run towards you, and then you're like, huh, and you turn, spray them in the face of <laughs> yeah. foam, and they suddenly go, ah! Quincy turns, but he's, like, aiming at the ground now, so yeah. now there's a big slide, and he's, like, spot on the ground. One of them uh, slips, falls back, and continues sliding, going through the double doors leading yeah. to the kitchen. Yeah. Where he conveniently, like, impacts the saucepan as it's on the thing full of soup. The bolognese lands on it. Yeah. A full can of bolognese uh, falls off the kitchen counter, impacts him in the head, and knocks him unconscious. Okay, so we were just under full assumption that now Quincy is Mr. Magoo, yes? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, two, uh, another one is, like, running in place almost, but it's kind of like watching a guy on a freshly, like, iced skating rink. Like, he is just, yeah, running in place, sort of going all over the places, desperately struggling to maintain balance. Like, yeah, th- none of them are able to reach you because of the force. Right. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say, since I've joined this group, this is our second fire extinguisher-based combat. <laughs> I'm oh. loving it. Yeah, yeah. They're a big part of our so. Yes. Yes. And as for you, See, we shouldn't Tony. have been the mythos yet. We should have been firefighters. <laughs> They were just pro <laughs> Okay, so two of them reach you, Tony, and they begin attacking you, but let's see how they do with their attacks. Yeah, I'm going to say that there are... Yeah, you suddenly feel something like... Sort of like a tap, tap, tap on your armor, kind of, and you turn and look down, and there are two little old men that are, like, hitting <laughs> your armor repeatedly. Although they're hitting as hard as a normal man would be able to... At the same time, it's like hailstones on a tin roof. <laughs> Take that, I say! It's yeah. literally like watching a child fight a grown man. It's kind of sad, actually. It, you, you brigand! <laughs> yeah, exactly. And after that, then, yeah, you're in normal form, right? Black yes. Form? Okay, so... Okay. Um, 
form. <laughs> Engage the normal form. Okay, and... All right, yeah, a couple of them run towards you, and you recognize one of these guys as the man who owned the sword. Oh, that, yeah, Old Castle. Yeah, yeah Old Castle, exactly. So um, he's coming at you, and... Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically... You might be able to pour a good drink, but let's see how you handle this! And so he uh, lunges forward with a punch, and he hits you directly in your chest, and... It does absolutely nothing, and he just yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> and he's just grinning as if not right as if something should have happened. Yeah, and then he just uh, he, yeah, his grin sort of fades, and he looks up at you. Blackmore is giving him the smirk. <laughs> yeah, of course. And yeah, then it's gonna go back up to the top of initiative. So Adam, where are you at, man? <clears throat> Great. Does uh, the situation change with the SWAT team and uh, the firearms unit and? Uh, I guess the remaining thralls? Um, yeah, they're, they're working their way through some of the remaining thralls. Like, a good portion of them have been taken down by now, and if things continue this way, they should mop up, like, a good number of the thralls before moving on to the interspersed ones that are kind of, like, scattered around the room. Yeah, coming after us. All right. Yeah, exactly. All right, yeah, I guess just continually focus fire on uh, yeah. Monty Mole. Uh-huh, exactly. Okay, so just so I understand the layout, yes. Montague, his last move was to attack Tony. Uh, right. yes, that's correct. So he's next to Tony. Uh-huh. Okay. And for action economy purposes, what, how, what is the action associated with my change form? Is it like a, an action? Is it um, a... I'm gonna say that... Default is an action, right? Or is it something before that? Yeah. Uh, also, like, I'm not super familiar with the action economy mm. in the system. Is it like D&D &D where you get the yeah. action? Yeah, yeah, it's like D&D. &D. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna say that it would take you a standard action to switch between forms. Okay. Um, then I think I will not use it. Okay. Um, are there flanking rules? Uh, yes. If you were to go behind Montague, which you can do, then you would be able to attack him with advantage. Great. Well, he would lose his dodge bonus, mm. which is half of his defense bonus and anything from the dodge feat. Right. So basically that would be incredibly helpful for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, think, I think it's a, it's basically flat-footed, isn't it? Pretty yeah. much, yeah. 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 Yes. Okay. Kind of. uh, uh, it's weird because there isn't like you don't add dex to your AC. So oh yeah. That. So it's like half of your defense points you put into defense are dodge points. Mm -hmm. it's Mutants and masterminds is a wonderful system that's easy to use. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, great. I am gonna run up behind him uh -huh. uh, while he's uh, trying to figure out what to do with this cyclops. Yep. Um, and I'm gonna do the same power attack that I did. For <laughs> All right. <laughs> you fool, you took your eyes off of me. Now you're going to regret that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm going to put the full weight of my body into this one. Okay. Uh, and just ram into him with an elbow, put it straight between his shoulder blades. Okay. <laughs> now we're doing some heat move shit. Yeah, uh -huh. going at full speed. Um, okay, great. Uh, so roll to hit. Uh, so first, that's a 17. Mm-hmm. Uh, second... Is uh thirteen. Okay, um and reducing his dodge bonus, yes, that would hit. So okay. Great. yeah, roll me some damage, please. Not quite as good as last time. Mm. What a shame. Uh straight up uh, uh nineteen. Damage? Yeah. Okay. So pretty good. Not as good as last time. Nineteen damage. It's, it's, it's very good, but it's not twenty-four. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you dealt 24 the first time. So. I did. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, so racing forward once again, you skirt around the, uh, yeah, the outside of the battle, seeing Montague, and you race forward once again. Uh, he turns to face you, and um, you race forward, and in the space of a half second, you throw three punches at him. He blocks the first two, and the last one goes directly into his midsection, and you can feel hit uh, a rib or two crunch underneath your fist. And yeah, he doesn't even wince with pain as he just uh, grins at you, fully enjoying this uh, fight that he is just fully gorging himself with. Oh no, he's a sadist. Mm. Mm. And so, yeah, you Can do... I ask him a question? Mm. Do the undead heal, or is this permanent? Um, so from the talk that we had with Sophie, mm. we've established that, um, so sunlight has to heal naturally. Yes. Uh, regular damage, they can heal, but they mm. have to use blood. Mm. I see. Okay. And then it is going to go directly to his turn. Yep. And so, yeah, um, you can feel... Uh, yeah, he still has his hand, like, gripping yours, and he begins to squeeze, and suddenly, yeah, you feel him sort of uh, yank towards himself and throw you past him, and you find yourself, um, yeah, sort of flying through the air almost as he is getting ready to attack you once again. Can I interpose that? Um... Yes, just a moment. Wait, I think he's flying through the air, though. No, it's simple. He just gets in the way of where he's being thrown, and he yeah. just falls onto Tony. Mm. So, all right. Um, I also have an ability, a feat that I've never used, called Redirect, where I can use Bluff to redirect attacks against adjacent opponents. Is that, is that a, a, a reaction? Yeah, you have to prep. To, to yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, I see. Okay, yeah. so, um, that would be a hit, so it basically his attack is going to hit you instead, Tony? Yep. Okay, so, yeah, alright, and, yeah, um, you hear, so I'm going to say that, Tony, um, you, yeah, interpose yourself, you catch Adam, put him on the ground, then spin back around just as a fist is coming directly at your face, and, yeah, you bring your gloved hand up, catch it, um, he jumps off of you, disappears. You can see an impact on the far side of the room as though something hit the wall momentarily. Uh, then suddenly something's flying at you once again. And he... Yes, uh, you uh, bring up your hammer, deflect the thing. Um, another part of the wall suddenly... Yeah, something bounces off of that. And then Franklin... Oh. Uh, yeah, something's coming at you. Oh, no. Okay, that's going to be a hit. Once again, Whoops. the two of us make a pretty good wombo combo when we're standing next to each other. Yeah. Okay, and yeah, you... Um, I understand Chris's pain. <laughs> yeah, you uh, turn insubstantial as if on reflex, and something goes through you faster than a bullet as... Essentially, he skids to a halt, throwing up a trail of splinters behind him. Ah, so he was doing the whole bounce off the wall shit. Yeah, pretty much. Maximum Nigel. Mm. <laughs> also, <laughs> yes. Uh, for reference, redirect is if they miss on an attack, ah, you I... can, as a free action, roll a bluff check to to force them that attack to go against a somebody else that's adjacent to you. Right. Okay. <laughs> he stabs uh, fucking Leopold, who's on the ground. All right, and. As this happens, Thalestra leaps off the wall, uh, coming down between several of the thralls, and she's going to begin lashing out with her legs to deliver razor-sharp kicks, basically. Ow. So, um, yeah, that's going to hit. So basically, one of the thralls comes around, and she just 
uh, stabs out with one leg, immediately goring him through the shoulder. And uh, yeah, the old man just ah, ah, and she he tries to grab up at her leg, but with a dismissive flick of her leg, she sends him uh, crashing into a table and sprawling across the room. Yeah, some people would pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> some people in this room have definitely paid yeah. for that. Yeah, <laughs> guys in there with like. No fair! <laughs> hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com.